Hi, hello, and welcome to her podcast, uniquely spelled with three R's, where we focus on redefining, reclaiming, and rebooting ourselves. I'm Mimi Bonet. And I'm Dana. In today's episode, we want to talk about motivation. You know, what gets you motivated? How are you staying motivated? Any strategies or things that you all do specifically in what we do and what we're working on through our whole her journey? Yes. So let's get into uh, initially, like, what sparks your mojo? You want to take that or you want me to take it? Uh, what sparks my mojo? Uh-huh. Um, I would say outside of family related, like my children, I would say um, having a tentative plan. Sorry about that. My little ring going off. Um, having a tentative plan of where I'm going and where I, where um, setting tangible goals for myself motivate me, even if they're not big goals, just small things. Um, I have a tendency to procrastinate a lot. So I notice when I do small steps toward a goal that helps me to be motivated. Um, I am still working on the consistency part of it, but I am definitely I definitely find that when I have my objectives written out and I focus on them and I do it consistently, it does help with my motivation. Yeah, it's a small victories in life. So I definitely yeah. like that. Yeah, not everything has to be so big. This is what I've learned because sometimes when you go too big, it can be a bit defeating and it can deter you from being motivated. So yeah, what about you? I, I like that. And I would say it's almost like I try to put things in the aspects of like a uh, human form or hu- human nature, like right. starting out as a child, you know, to an adolescent and then an adult, because as children, you know how they always say crawl before you walk. So it is a process with things. And what what's the what's the saying? Um, trust the process. Yes, trust the process. process. So you definitely have to trust the process. You don't want to speed it up. For me, I would say um, I am more of like a a self-motivator in the things that I've started doing in the past um, did bring me great pleasure and reward. And, you know, so I, I look back on those things and I say to myself, like, sheesh, if had I just kept it up, I would have been a little more further in life. So me not continuing um, the things that I love so much is now like my motivation because I really want to see how far I will go with it. You know, how I envision it in my mind, I think it'll be, you know, really successful with the things I want to do. And I get great support, you know, whether it's from you all, like my loved ones or even strangers. So I don't know where, honestly, where it kind of goes away or, you know, off the hinges or whatnot and why I'm not staying so committed. So I guess I may have a commitment issue um, with myself, I would say, because in a consistency issue, um, because just thinking about that now, like out loud, like that's been a thing. It's never been an issue with starting it or you know uh jotting down the plan it's just 
following through. Yeah, the, the consistency way. of it, like right. finding time in your, like keeping that same motivation, that same energy. That same momentum. Day. Yes, that yeah. same momentum on how you, how you planned it. Like, you know, I'm going to commit two, two hours today mm-hmm. and two hours tomorrow. Yeah, the first week or two, you are on it. You are excited. But just to keep that momentum going, right? it, it can be um, a bit trying. So for yeah. sure. Because it's always like after my first year, it's like, huh, I kind of get in that mode like, ah, okay, <laughs> you know, right. it's like and I, I planned for A and B and even C, but I never took it past, you know, uh, really A and B and sometimes C. So it's like, what about the rest of the alphabet? You know, why, why are we not driving it all the way to Z and making sure that it, it continues to grow? Because one thing about a business um just like in our our everyday lives you have to you know give it attention you have to nurture whatever you're doing you know we nurture our children uh we nurture other people so your business ultimately or you know whatever you're trying to do in life whatever goal that you're trying to achieve you have to you know be attentive to it in order right. for it to grow cuz it, it can't grow on its own it can't feed itself so I remember um, one of my coworkers at the airline, Miss Sid. Hey, Miss Sid, if you're listening, um, she told me that I don't want to see you at this airline. She said, you know, don't get stuck here because this is not your purpose. And um, she always cut off my name. So she just calls me me. And she's like, you know, it's almost bad in a sense where you deny the world of your gift. You know, she was like, God gives us all gifts and all different talents. And it's up to us to showcase it to the world. And I never thought of it like that, like not, you know, expressing or kind of show putting my uh, gifts on display for the world mm-hmm. to see because they're not meant to just be stuck in our heads. You know, you have really great business ideas that I'm really excited to see come to fruition. And, you know, so do I, but at the end of the day, what's stopping us besides us, you know what I'm saying? Like, so you, you have to dedicate that time. And I know a lot of things that help me outside of um, being a self-starter is I get a lot of inspiration when I uh, work out. And that's one of the things I need to put back in my routine. But it's like a plethora of ideas come to me, like out of nowhere. And I'm like, ooh, 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 I need to write this down. Or, you know, I type it into my phone or whatever. And then also just seeing other people's success. You know, I definitely get a high off of even whether I know you or not, but it's even more of a high when I definitely know you and I know what you've been working on. And to see it come to light, I'm just like, I love it, you know, so um, definitely surrounding yourselves around like-minded people too, because it's no point of talking to somebody who doesn't dream, doesn't have aspirations or anything like that, because it's like, okay, well, you're going to get stuck in that mold probably with them, but go talk to business owners, you know, or people not if, whether you can find somebody in your same business field or not, they'll just be happy to give you the information because there's a lot that go into business. Like when you think about 
taxes and, you know, filing your name and all type of stuff like that. Like, so it's not just about, oh, your business and your products. It's the whole back end of it as well that you're going to need to know and be able to, to do for yourself. And then, of course, eventually, you know, hire people and things of that nature. But definitely your your environment is very, very important. Correct. Of, you know, your next step. So. I agree. I, I agree. I would say I would compare staying motivated is like, I don't know if anyone is into plants, but I have a bonsai Ooh. tree that is very temperamental. And if you're familiar with bonsais, there's different types, different styles you can buy. So the particular one I have, I don't know the specific name, but I bought it at Home Depot. And when I first bought it, it was so lively beautiful leaves, everything. So after about a month, I've noted, I noticed that the tree, the bonsai was almost bare. And so I have been trying to nurture it back to the way it once was. But once I started doing research on the bonsais, I realized that you have to do pruning, you have to cut some of the branches to make it work, to have an even flow of energy in order for the bonsai to be happy. So just correlating that to your motivation is to what keeps you motivated is you have to stay focused on what makes you happy and continue to do the work to grow that area, like to make sure it's successful, to make sure it's blooming, to make sure it's thriving. Because when I tell you I'm having the dang this time with this doggone bonsai, but I'm not going to give up on it. No. We have leaves in a certain area. So the other areas that aren't growing, I'm going to prune it, nurture it, and get it motivated so it can be healthy again. So I don't know. I just thought that would be a fun analogy, a plant. I don't know. Might be a little definitely. old, but definitely, <laughs> definitely. Going to make sure that the leaves are growing properly. So yeah. yeah. And I would like to just add this little tidbit as well. Um I was talking to someone the other day in the field that they're in, they said it no longer interests them. And I said, well, what does interest you? You know, because typically uh -huh. whatever you love and understand that your feelings about things, your careers can change. You know, like even if you're a doctor, doesn't mean you have to be a doctor for the rest of your life. You know, it's, you can tear off and do other things because maybe that's not your, your, that was your dream maybe 20 years ago, but it's not your dream now. So it's nothing wrong with, you know, changing your plans and things like that. But anywho, so the, the, the field, uh, the career field they're in now no longer interest them. So I was like, well, you know, what do you like? Like what brings you joy? And they were saying, um, helping other people. And I said, okay, well, like, that's a pretty broad range. So like, when you talk about helping other people, like in what aspect are, do you want to help like, uh, babies, uh, you know, teenagers, adults. And once you get that age group or your target group figured out, like, what exactly are you trying to help them do? And she was talking about like, um, mentoring kids. Oh, and I'm like, that's good. You know, a lot of kids lead a lot of mentoring, rather, I think, you know, one doesn't need more mentoring than the other, both females and men need that mentoring. You know, um, I had sisters growing up, we were a close knit family, but I also had a big sister as well. And I was in a little sister, big sister program. And I really enjoyed that. And I was happy to have that person 
to myself that was dedicated to me because when you grow up with other siblings you know the time has to be split and whatever child needs you the most <laughs> that's who the parent gears to but i said it's nothing wrong so you know they had a really good run in the field that they were in they were in the field for over 20 years but wow. now that's no longer satisfying so i'm like if your goal is to mentor uh teenagers go for it you know wow. what i'm saying start looking into it listen people google is our best friend me and dana are 80 babies so we didn't have google back nope. then you know we were, we, just, have. <laughs> right, we were encyclopedia kids um, <laughs> uh, which is good if you don't know what encyclopedia is google it they were very yeah. uh, very knowledgeable books it was encyclopedia and britannica right yes it was like a it yes. was like google in a book you had google in a book we had like that book. whole <laughs> we had the whole library like from a to z and all that oh my god i hate it up. Oh well, I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna say I hated it. Let me take that back. I appreciate what it offered right. at that time because now um there's so many ways to to there's so many different ways to find an answer. Sometimes yes. you just want the answer and you don't want to have to go through so many different um, layers, layers, correct. Yes. To find it encyclopedia encyclopedia Britannica, listen, right. It was gonna get you right. You was gonna have to search for it, but the you answer was in there. What's going to be easy? So now everything is at your fingertips. Yeah, everything is, is really easy. good. I love technology. I appreciate it. You know, shots out the Instacart. Goodness gracious, they're my best friend. But um, you know, so I'm like now I'm excited for them to start this new journey in you know their lives because it's not it's never one set thing that we have to do. And you know, if you're like me, I get inspired by a plethora of things. Like I could see a tree and. For some reason, that tree will look very fashionable to me, and it'll help me in my. Right, seriously, like you know, it'll help me in my fashionable world. So things speak to us very differently, and uh -huh. you can get your your motivation and inspiration anywhere. But that brought me to having like those relationships, you know, um, and be able to talk to different people because you never know who you can talk to, who you can run into that can kind of guide you down that avenue of things. Because when you, when, when motivation strikes and when you think about what you want to be in life, like my parents always told me to do something I love, so it never feels like work. And I want that for everybody. You know what I'm saying? I want everybody to be able to live out their dreams like of course sometimes we have to take a longer route or whatever mm -hmm. our dana would like to say the more scenic route i like that right but um you know sometimes we may get off to a rough start but that doesn't mean that we can't initially start whether you start january 1st january 21st just start put your plans in motion and you know like dana was saying earlier baby steps you know like i told that person to maybe you know um because they have a degree in psychology as well so see if you can start talking to some of the kids at high school because high school regardless of what people think that is still a very impressionable time for kids that is when they need you the most they are not adults they are very much young adults still you know still um very young-minded at times you know some of them are very mature but that doesn't mean that they are ready to take on the world per se. They still need that guidance. It's not the time to, the training wheels are off, of course, but it's, it's just not to where, well, 
here you go, set you free, go get your own apartment, go get this, you go, you know, they still need that, um, that guidance, that love, that nurturing or whatnot. So, you know, I'm definitely happy to see them um, flourish in their new career, but definitely figure out what you like. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if your motivation is, I want to make more money, it's a lot of different ways around here to make money, but figure out something that you enjoy making money because nowadays, I promise you, whatever you enjoy doing is a way to capitalize on that, monetize on that, and that you probably didn't even know. Right. And take the time to really understand like what motivates you, not something mm -hmm. that you're good at, something that motivates you, something that won't feel like work. Absolutely. You know, and it'll be effortless for you to do. It's not something that comes in a day or two, or if it does for you, that's great. But sometimes most of us are going to have to do a little bit more soul searching. And they might be what motivates you is something that you do on a daily basis that has just become so natural to you. You don't realize that this is something that actually motivates you. So um, we just encourage that you dig deep and just discover what that is. And even if you don't necessarily act on it right now, at least you understand your motivation and how to incorporate certain things into your day to day instead of making a complete jump and like, you know, what, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm going to I'm going to change careers immediately because this is what motivates me. Find out a way to segue into it so you're not creating any anxiety or overwhelming yourself, you know, Absolutely. just find a way to naturally flow into it. And once you start putting that effort out and you see like, oh, this is what I'm really interested in, you'll be amazed how those things will start to gravitate towards you, those opportunities, those connections, those relationships. Mm -hmm. Once you know dead set what you want to do and how it motivates you everything else will just be drawn to you. It'll be pretty amazing. So it'll be pretty amazing. And, you know, don't give up on yourself. I have the tendency, like right now I am planning a, a gathering and I'm like, oh my God, you know, it's not going to be the day I initially set out for. So easily I could just be like, you know what? I'm not going to do it. Oh, I'll just wait till next year. Right. But instead I'm just going to push the date back, maybe change the name, rearrange some things, but I'm trying to get out of the habit of, Oh, I didn't reach my deadline. So now I have to wait for a whole nother year. No, I'm just going to yes. wait a couple more days. I'm just going to push it back. You know, yes. maybe if I push it back a week or two, or even if I push it back at a month, I am going to do it. So commit, commit, commit. You know, you definitely have to commit to yourself before right. you can commit to anything else. So stay What's inspired. The saying, Mimi? What's the saying? Uh, it says the, the saying that's like, um, don't put off today. Um, what you can do tomorrow. Can, yeah, for what you can do don't tomorrow. Don't put off tomorrow what you can do, do today. today. Yes, yes. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. You're welcome. I always get that backwards too. So but yeah, but yeah don't put off what you can do today. No. for tomorrow you know like yeah. uh, because who knows so, you know it's amazing how sometimes you'll be so inspired one day and the next day you're like i know i was thinking about something and i can't remember exactly what it was and now i just it may not come to you a few months later you know like right. remembering to be motivated especially when you're busy and you're careering and you're momming and you're lifing so take you're time momming. to make sure you're putting yourself you're putting yourself for um you're putting yourself at the forefront because it's important. You know, it's easy to, to get lost in certain things, but motivating yourself um, is a way of self-loving yourself. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And like keys to stay motivated, you know, that may be a really hard thing to do. And that's something that I am balancing and learning as well, because initially you have the motivation, you're excited about whatever it is that you planned on doing, but then you kind of lose your momentum. And it's like, well, how do I, how do I even get my mojo back? And there's a lot of things that come into factors and uh, colors, you know, play a big part in that too. If you think about like just the scenery or how colors represent, you know, like different things, like blue is supposed to be very calming and, you know, very serene and just puts your mind at ease. And, you know, green is for uh, motivation and may spark creativity in you. So just surround yourself like in those different color atmospheres. Like, you know, what was that lamp called um, back in the day? And they might still have it now, but it was the like, a, huh? The clapper? Not the clapper, but it was <laughs> like a, a a light that would, it was different colors. It rotated around the room. Oh, oh yeah, like like a um, like a night light, pretty much. Like a night light, and it's like it's it spin. But you know, if if you even do something like that, because you know, unless you're like my mom and my elder sister, you're not changing your uh house decor every month. Like they change their curtains, they be changing their rug, they darn near want to change their sofa, and I'm like, okay, that's a lot for me. But they do it, and they've been doing it since I was a kid. But, um, you know, for those that don't do that, <laughs> shout out to my mother and Nell. But you can maybe get that light or go some places, you know, that, that, that has those colors in it. Because when you think about, like, colors, you think about, I associate that with moods. Okay. And that's so, true. yeah, like, uh, or remember, like, when you had, I never had a mood ring. I always wanted one, but I never wound up getting one. Um, and I don't know how true they were to your, your mood, but you think about stuff like that. So put yourself in that mood to where, you know, like it's going to, um, inspire you and keep your, your mojo. And I would definitely say like, uh, self-care, self-care is really bad for me. Um, I do an impeccable job with my son. I mean, amazing. I want to do just as a good of a job with him, you know, that I do it myself. Cause I was always like, you know, make sure you brush and floss and, you know, brush your teeth three times a day and all these things like that. And he does it to this day, you know, at 18 years old and I'm trying to play catch up with that myself, right. but you know, I, <laughs> I definitely brush and I floss, but like he does it after every meal. And that's what I, you know, taught him to do, which I'm happy. That's one thing that did stick. He is amazing. Uh, oral hygiene he has amazing right. hygiene and all i i have amazing hygiene as well so <laughs> but um yeah but you know it's just like little stuff like that so we have to like self-care and i would like to go to a spa every day like i would like somebody to come massage my feet every day so you know i brought different things in my home where i have like two different types of foot massages i have the the slipper type one and then I have the, you know, the regular uh, massager that you would put in your, put your feet in, like if you were at a nail salon back in the day. But mm -hmm. I see this other one that looks like it really gets into your, your feet. And it even has like the, um, the part that goes around your leg to keep your, your, your blood flowing and stuff like that. So it's, uh, it's just really relaxing. So whatever it is, um that's going to get you relaxed and help you self-care and 
put your mind and your body at ease because um, we run and we run so much, we do so much. And, you know, we are really wearing tearing on our bodies a lot. And we're not noticing it because this is what we do to make our money, you know, but at the end of the day, you have to definitely stop. Like they say, smell the roses. I wish more jobs had like uh, mental days to where you can take, yes. and, you know, that was a thing um, where you can take maybe every three months or so because it's definitely needed. And so until um, more jobs and corporations um, import that into, you know, our daily lives, then we need to figure out a way to take care of ourselves, you know, outside of work so we can be these productive um, human beings at the end of the day. Because Lord knows I'd be wanting to nap like every day. But, you know, some days like today, um, I didn't get to take my, you know, my regular nap because I had things to do. And that's just a part of adulting. But I still want to make sure I get my self-care in there, you know, at the end of the day. Um, or that's a bath, a shower yoga, meditation, you know, whatever it is that's going to ease your mind and body to where you're really resting it, you know, um, and until I become like a king on coming to America. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> that's my goal. That is my goal right there in life, I swear. But um, yeah, no, seriously, self-care is the best care. And I definitely want all of us to get that in. But those are just some key points, you know, to keep your keep your motivation going keep your right. body going keep your mind conditioned and you know to make sure that you are being the best you possible and reaching your aspirations for you not for anyone else for you right. definitely because it's important to know um what drives you and also it might help for motivation when you ask other people what motivates them like how mimi and i do that might be a really great, um, that's what's suggested in articles that we have read. We'll put some different articles in the description um, so y'all can have a look at what, what we're pulling information from and giving talking points um, to talk about. But asking people what motivates them might spark something in you to be like, hey, you know what, I, there was a time when I really did like to to do this. And when I do do it, when I have time, it really makes me happy. And that could potentially make make you fruit make make you fruitful one day meaning like it might become a way of generating some residual income mm -hmm. or a way of just transitioning into a new career or entrepreneurship you know and sometimes when we just think about and i know it might sound 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 silly but when we think about how as children we were just so innocent and we used to dream and have such a big imagination and sometimes it might be just getting back to the basics like in atlanta i've noticed there's a lot of arcade style um uh not i'm not gonna say venues but businesses that cater to like the child in you almost so it's like you can go and you can order a specific type of bowl of cereal and you can go watch cartoons or you can order your like fun treats that you would have ordered as a kid and you can go play arcade games and sometimes it's just about getting to the basic of things that are fun like there is there's an activity here for adults in atlanta that i want to do and i think it's just great fun just to motivate you just to encourage your imagination and creativity they have big wheels for adults and you can Ooh. go 
big wheels together and racing. It's just just a fun like team building. It's a fun exercise. It's just fun in general. Like just remember how fun and innocent it was to ride a freaking big wheel and to have a larger size as an adult and be able to do this with other adults, I think will be super amazing. So I'm going to book some time to do that and I will be able to follow back with some conversation on how that motivated me and just opened up some streams of creativity that probably have been suppressed since childhood. Because, you know, when you become an adult, you it's a longer length of time than it is as being a child. So Absolutely. I will definitely let y'all know about my big wheel adult um, adventure. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely in, um, you know, next time I'm in Atlanta, I definitely want to go. I yes, love oh, my goodness. That sounds like so much fun. Uh, I like, um, what is it? I haven't been go-kart racing in a while. I like oh, the yeah. zip lining. My first zip line was at Andretti's. It was so much fun. Um, we zip line over the cars, actually. So I... I like that. And I mean, that's just a good you know, point. The cars, like the cars in the parking lot? <laughs> no. Oh, what cars? The, the, the race cars inside of the building. Oh, okay. I'm about to say, wow, that is adventurous. I don't know if I would do that. That's very dangerous. I'm not, I'm adventurous, but not that adventurous. No, that's dangerous. <laughs> I mean, it was a little dangerous going over the go-karts, but it was a, uh, an adrenaline rush for sure. Okay, but I I like stuff like that, and you know when you think about it, like life can't always be so serious. You have to right. take that time to have fun, have some type of enjoyment, you know, in life, and let your hair down, do something, you know, um, entertaining, you know, to yourself. Because that's why I always say I'm like I'm serious when I'm serious, and I'm not what I'm not. I like to laugh more than you know I like to frown. At the end of the day, um, it's a lot of muscles to frown, they say. I don't know how mm -hmm. many, but, you know, it takes a lot. But I I love to live a, a stress-free life. And I know that's more easier said than done. But find out, figure out what upsets you and figure out how not to be upset. You know, if you have a problem, I'm a firm believer of finding a solution to that problem. That is very important, you know, um, for us especially these day and age, especially now that uh, mental health is more of a thing now, it's, you know, more sociable, people are more aware of it. And before you know it, you know, you would drive yourself crazy or really be stressed out and have like mental issues that you may have suppressed. So just having those fun moments and enjoying your life, I think would take some of that ease off, hopefully, you know? Yeah so much pressure because it is a lot of pressure being an adult at the end of the day you know oh, but it is it is what it is we have it's to adult pressures <laughs> you said what it's societal pressures yeah definitely Society creates a different level of pressure especially for black women Absolutely. i mean black women we are Oh my gosh, they they expect us to wear so many coats and to deal with so much BS and then have a smile about it and have a great attitude about it and not really express who we are and underpay us. And it's just like, you know what? Let me take a breather and let me figure out what motivates me, my happiness. And even if it if it takes you a few months or a few years, at least you're putting some steps toward finding mm -hmm. out what genuinely makes you happy. Which and then that's something that you want to build a career around 
or you want to have a passion project for or make it a hobby. However, you whatever you want to do, do that because self-care, loving yourself and putting yourself first. Initially, if you are a person that is super giving all the time and you're always putting others before you, it may seem selfish, but that just means you're headed in the right direction. It's okay to have selfish moments where you're growing and making yourself better because when you're better and you're happy and you're strong, you can be strong and happy and healthy for everyone else. Absolutely. You know, like one thing I was telling Dana is um, my job. I love my job. It pays me well. But, you know, at the same time, instead of just spending the money on frivolous things that my I, I get from my job, I need to invest those things into me because I know me at the end of the day, I do not like working for other people. I like to be on my time. I like to be more free spirited and just be in, in control of my schedule. Well, I'm not going to get there by talking about it. So, you know, by launching this podcast and doing other things that I'm really interested in and passionate about has really helped me to put things in more perspective because we're all not going to be entrepreneurs. I know that. But even if you're on a job and you don't want to be in that particular position and it's another position that you're interested in, well, what are you doing about it besides saying, I want to be in that position? You know, you have to in the work to do that and you know that's what we're doing and that's what we are inspiring you all to do is to pretty much challenge yourself at the end of the day right you know challenge yourself like i tell myself sometimes when i have a task to complete and i hadn't completed it i almost put myself in like a timeout um i tell myself well no you know i can't go out tonight and go to dinner with one of my girlfriends or something like that because I have not completed the task that I said I'm going to complete. So it's almost like disciplining yourself, you know, like holding yourself accountable. And, you know, uh, I love to eat food like the next person. Okay. If only I didn't gain weight from it, I would just eat, 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 eat. But at some point you have to say to yourself, what's more important? You have to put your priorities in order and- You know, um, for a long time, I've been saying like, oh, you know, I don't want to work or I don't want to work anymore. Well, what am I doing to not work? And I told myself that the job that I'm at now, this would be the last job I work, you know, for anyone. So but what am I doing towards that? And I'm, I'm happy to say that I'm definitely putting, you know, my foot forward, putting steps towards to do those things. So. Best of luck to me. Best of luck to you all out there that's scribing and thriving because that's what we're doing. We're scribing and thriving. Yeah. And bat bat out those negative thoughts, bat out the contradiction of of, um, sharing of others. You know, and during your process of self motivating and just growth all together, don't share so much of yourself with people because um, it could be a bit taxing and that might be a lack of motivation because you're excited to tell someone what you're doing that makes you happy. And if they give you a response that's not so savory, it could deter your motivation. So we encourage that you keep it to, you know, yes, get feedback from people that genuinely, you know, genuinely are happy for you. You know, right. just a neutral party, someone with a non-judgmental eye 
and a, a loving and an open ear. You know, those are the kind of people that you would want to share. I would suggest, I'm not going to tell anyone what to do, but right. suggest that those are the people that you lean in as you go through your transitional and growing processes of self-discovery. Um, make sure you tell people that wholeheartedly are happy for you. Because if you give good news about growth to someone that doesn't get it, it can be a little defeating and we don't want those kind of um, experiences. Definitely not right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. And just realize that, you know, the circle that you are around. Right. Everybody doesn't understand your vision. So don't hold them to that. You know what I'm saying? Like it's your vision for a reason. So it's cool. Like me and Dana are very like-minded. We have some similarities and then we have some differences, but you know, we understand what each right. other is saying and we're very supportive, but for your friends or, you know, your peers that may not understand it, it's not for them to understand. And right. like Dana says, don't let that waver you from doing what, you know, your mission is and what your purpose is and be able to take constructive criticism and feedback and things of that nature, because, you know, that's also needed. Um, somebody once told me that, you know, a stranger would be outright honest with you. Mm -hmm. And that's just how it is sometimes because they have no relationship with you versus somebody that really cares about you. You know, they don't necessarily want to hurt your feelings, but of course we don't need yes people around us. Um, either so right just remember that people there's two different types of prayers that people mm -hmm. can give you someone can pray for you p-r-a-y or people can pray on you p-r-e-y meaning that if you're talking to someone and they are like-minded they are going to be genuinely happy for you like oh my gosh i'm happy that you found this that motivates you and you're moving this direction i knew that you could always do this i'm here to support let me let me know if i can be of any assistance okay and then you mm -hmm. have the people that will pray for you so or, or pray on you meaning that if you're giving your ideas and your motivation um, to people that aren't like-minded, they could potentially take it as, oh, well, this person is bragging or they think that they're better. And it's not that it's not um, a way of comparison, comparing who's wrong and who's right. It's just a way of understanding on where people are in their journey. And some people are in the same place as you for growth and knowledge and want to do better. And then there are some people that are still in a space of um, they're they're just not there yet. How whatever the case may be, however their their life is is going, it's not going at the same pace as you. So be careful that you're not getting someone to prey on you like an animal instead of someone to pray for you, like someone that just wishes you well. Hopefully that makes sense. Because, I love that analogy. You I know, love it's, that. It's definitely like you can say to people, hey, can you send prayers up to me? Okay, but if you know this isn't the, the most spiritual person, who's to say that they're P-R-A-Y-ing for you praying? Or who's to say that they're P-R-E-Y, like praying, like on you emotionally almost. So just be mindful and cognizant of um, who you're sharing your growth with because your growth is a seed for you to continue to grow and grow your branches and to be abundant but you don't want to give that to someone that's pretty much like um 
soil that's not fertile, that's not going to grow or, or, or produce anything fruitful. So kind of keep a lot of your growth things to yourself, honestly, um, because within yourself is where you, you'll really find the answers and you'll really find the self-motivation and love, in my opinion. Well, I guess doors of the church are open. <laughs> doors of the church are open, people. <laughs> that's it. That's all. <laughs> yeah, that's, you know, I, I hope like it that. encourages people, you know, because it's important. Because, you know, like sometimes, Mimi, you'll, you'll, you'll tell somebody or in the past you've told someone about something. And before you told them, you were so excited and you were just like, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And you tell them and their response isn't as what you what you would have given them if they came to you so excited and it can be right. a bit defeating. So it's kind of, and even if they don't know that they're doing it, they, they prayed on, you know, you open up, you thought that this was a great person to share something with, but at the end of it, it just kind of really drained you and it made you feel like you really weren't that motivated to do it. That's not the case. Sometimes as individuals, we share too much and we could be doing ourselves a disservice by being so excited and wanting to tell everybody about it. And that's not the way to go about it. Sometimes in your excitement, if you feel like you want to share, write it down. Absolutely. Write it in your journal. Notate it for yourself. So that's something that you can go back and look at and say, hey, I remember in January 16th, uh, 2023, I was talking about being motivated and all these steps I was going to take. And here you are a year later. You can go back and look at the progress and really be excited about how far you've come. Yes. Journaling is a thing. Journaling is so good. You know, uh, I remember when I was younger and I had a diary and, you know, diary was a thing to have back then and all these good things. I'm, I am actually looking for one particular diary. My um, mother used to go through my diary and it just it super pissed me off. Right. <laughs> I am looking for one particular diary when I became an adult and I, I want that diary. I would love to see where I was at um, back then. But that's a really good point. Like writing stuff down, not oversharing. You know, sometimes... You can't tell anybody. It has to be between you and the Lord and yeah. the proof of being a pudding. You know, once you launch it, everything would just be um, as that. You know, like I like to share stuff with my friends and with my siblings and things of that nature. And, you know, some things as I have gotten older are just within the last couple of years. It's like, mm, let me surprise them. Right. You know, like, let me, let me see this through, make sure I, I do everything, dot my T's, cross my I's and stuff like that, because I know genuinely they are going to be happy for me. But let me, let me keep this to myself for a second and then, you know, let the world see it. And it's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Right. I consider it like um, a newborn baby. I'm Mimi and I are from a different, different generation where, you know, we do, when you have a baby you usually don't take the baby out for about three months unless it's doctor's appointments and stuff right. like that. You usually keep the baby in the house because they lungs have to get used to being like outside of you. And, and, and a lot of, there's a lot of crazy stuff that's out now in the air, just around people, germs, all that. So I would say treat it like a newborn baby. Keep it mm. to yourself for like 90 days, grow it, bang at it, work at it. After 90 days, when you see the growth and you see how how you've nurtured your baby, then you're like, you know what? Let me get my baby up to walking and doing more before I tell people about it. 
you can, yeah. you can look at it in that sense. And yeah. that could be um, a motivation for you as well. Absolutely. Um, I think like strategizing your your goals and your motivation is is key. You know, definitely writing stuff down, doing yeah. what you say you ultimately want to do because there's no reason why you can't. You know, it's no reason why you can't do anything you want to do, be who you want to be. Um, but we do have to be realistic and conscious with our time. Time is everything. Yes. It's only 24 hours in a day. We all know that. But sometimes I need 25 or 30, but right. I'm not going to get it. <laughs> so I have to capitalize and work on my time. Like I told you guys before, when I was in the pandemic, I was laid off for six months or whatever. I could not, like the first couple of weeks, I was happy. I'm like, oh, I get to wake up when I want. Oh, I get to take a, I get to take a nap at one o'clock. Unheard of. You know, like it was just different things that I was experiencing and that was new. And then it was like, okay, I have to get this on a schedule. And I remember uh, my best friend saying like, well, why are you up at five? And I'm like, because. I want to capitalize on my day. You know what I'm saying? The early bird catches the worm. And mm -hmm. oh, I remember that saying from uh Honey, I shrunk the kids. Like oh, that's that thing comes from honey. Oh, that's, okay. he, no, that's why I first heard it from uh okay. with the next door neighbor. He was the fisher and he was taking his son out fishing. And you know, he didn't want to go so early. He was like, the early bird catches the worm. So oh. yeah, but, uh, that's why I always reference it from. But which is true, you know, like. I would wake up at five, capitalize on my day, got to do everything I wanted to do on my checklist. And I would be done while others are just getting their day started. It was so rewarding and, you know, fulfilling to me. Uh, the meditation, the reading my Bible, the working out, all of those things, like, it's like my brain just got to exhale. You know, it was just like a, almost like a, I felt like I was emancipated at that time. Oh, like wow. It felt really, really refreshing, really good. It felt like uh, my brain was having a detox just with doing, you know, those things. Because I always said I wanted to do it, but I'm going this place, that place, running here and there, going to work, got to pick the kid up from school. He got activities. I got activities. I want to live my life. I want to do, you know what I'm saying? So it was just uh -huh. so many things to do and working takes up you know, working takes up at least eight hours of our day. And then you got to fracture in at least two more hours with traffic trying to get home. So, you know, that's 10 hours out of that 24. Well, I got 14 left and I don't know if you like me, but I'm just out past midnight scrolling. Okay. So, you know, it's, it's only so much. So you really don't have 24 hours because, uh, if it's not like an event or engagement, I'm going to, I'm not outside past eight o'clock. Right. I just need that time. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I, I don't have 24 hours to be realistic, but you definitely have to be realistic with your time, capitalize on your time, do as much as you can in one day. But the key is without overwhelming yourself. Yeah. You know, set goals and just stick to them. Even if you say, Well, you know what? If you have 10 things on your checklist, it's seven days in a week. Yep. You can't do all 10 in one day. Even if you say, well, I'm going to do one on Monday, two on Tuesday, another one on Wednesday, break it up. 
like break it up as long as you are getting to do what you are doing. And I'm more of like I was telling Dana, I'm not good with uh, vision boards. And my sister was trying to tell me about vision boards and stuff and they work for her. And that's great. You know, for the ones that it works for, it works for. But you can't let people pressure you into doing things. Now, taking suggestions, seeing if they work for you, that's fine. But if it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you. And that's okay. You don't have to fall into the, the trend of things because everything is not going to work for you. Right. But I'm, I'm always open to trying things as well. But it didn't work for me. But what works for me, because since I'm a stickler for organization, is I came across this chart um, on a website we was looking at, and I think it was the the buzzer.com. No, maybe it wasn't a buzzer.com. I think it was the uh the wonderlesswonder.com. Mm-hmm. And they were they were talking about time management and man, how they broke up the time management. I said, wait a second, who told them about Mimi? Because you okay. can tell me. I love when stuff like, don't you love when you find stuff and it's like, speak to my heart. Lord. Oh, yes. Yes. Like, like you're the only one in the room and the light comes shining on you and it's like, oh, it's me. So they were talking about manage, focus, avoid and limits. And I'm like, OK, well, what does that mean? So then they took it a step further and they were talking about like how under the manage column, you have the short term crisis and problems, which is considered important and urgent. Then you have the focused column, which is for your long-term strategic goals, which is important, but not urgent. So I felt like, what you mean something important and not urgent? Isn't important and urgent the same thing? No, it's not, people. It's not. I mean, just in a nutshell, it's simply not. Everything that is important doesn't require uh uh what is that a rapid response like i'm gonna get to it because it is important it's up on my priority list but i know i don't necessarily have to have this done in 24 hours urgent is urgent at the end of the day you know you cut your arm or something like that you're gonna have to take care of that and go to the hospital you can't be like i'm just sleep it off you know right right exactly no that's that's the difference between the two but and then also talked about like avoiding uh distractions and interruptions I had to get to that point. I'm still working on it because, listen, um, I can watch TV and work on something at the same time, but I I have to watch something that wouldn't grasp my attention. Like, it's more so watching me because if I'm watching something that I know I really, really like, I'm not going to necessarily get it done. You know, I can talk right. on the phone and do something, but if you want my undivided attention and if what I'm doing is kind of important... I'm going to miss probably something important that you are saying and you don't have my undivided attention. So it's okay to like shut stuff down. Be like, you know what? I'm going to go to bed tonight uh, at six. I'm going to shut everything down at six so I can really get whatever I need done. And that's okay. And whatever your distraction is, you know, some, sometimes my distraction is snacking. I'm a big snacker, you know, so now I tend not to buy uh, all my bad snacks I tend to buy my good snacks and that definitely has cut down on my snacking tremendously. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so, um, but your distractions and your interruptions, they are urgent, but they're not necessarily important. And I was like, Ooh, mind blower. So 
I like that. You mean to tell me it's 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 urgent, you know, that I avoid this in order for me to get it done, but right. it's, it's not necessarily important for me to talk to my peers right now, you know, unless somebody dying. Now, somebody dying, go ahead, break through, call me twice to uh interrupt my do not disturb mode. But you know, like so you have to separate the two and then limit. Limit is really big, like limit wasting activities not important and not urgent now why they said it's not important and not urgent because maybe that wouldn't get in the way of your dreams and goals but for me i still need to limit certain things because it is important to me in order for me to get to you know what i need to get to so that was just a very good chart and reference that um i like but at the end of the day whatever works for you you know, once you visualize your goal and you have those dreams, set them in motion, write them down and right. just, you know, step by step, continue to do it, you know, baby step it, check it off, whatever, whatever the case, but just make sure that you are definitely getting done and then develop like a routine, you know, make it a habit. I am still, because I got out of the habit of coming home and working out and preparing my food, I have to get back in that habit. And it's easier said than done, but make it more easier. Like, just get it done. Try it one day. And once you try it, you know, anything after 21 days, that is now your new habit. So right. try it out. Make it work for you. You know, and uh, I know people like to say reward yourself. I'm not a big rewarding myself type of person besides yay me but whatever it is that's going to get you to who you ought to be because we would love to see it you know what i'm saying i want to see who dana is going to be i want to see who i'm going to be we all want to see who you all are going to be so like let's be who we're going to be right exactly share less um and show more show more of yeah. how you, you let them see your work that you ain't got to explain what you're doing let them see nope. it when it's done Yes, yes. And trust me, whatever it's a it's a it's a market for everything, you know, for for our entrepreneurs out there. Don't think that, oh, somebody's already doing that. Well, you know how many people make jeans? Mm -hmm. You know, you know how many people make makeup. So don't ever think it's not a, a market for you. You have to find your niche, figure out what's missing in this oversaturated market and put your spin on it and you know that's what's going to make it unique you know uh you want to get that promotion at that job go for it don't let them tell you that oh well, you're not qualified for it or oh you may be too young or oh because you're a woman or maybe because you're black or whatever the case may be do it you can exactly. do it God opens many it. doors for many people you know a lot of people will be confused about well why are they here because i'm supposed to be here you know so be you. It's nothing at the end of the day. I don't know about you all because I felt like I've always struggled with like an identity crisis, not amongst my friends per se, but just amongst my peers. And I, you know, I finally got to that point to where I'm just authentically me. Take it, leave it, like it, love it. I don't care because at the end of the day, I know I'm a good person. I have good intentions, but I'm not so much of a people's pleaser. You know, I'm not going to go out my way. I didn't hear it. What you say? I said, that's good. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to go out my way to be mean to you, 
or anything like that. But at the same time, my feelings matter, you know, over yours, you know. So if you want me to care about your feelings, you have to care about my feelings and just be respectable. So I love to see people being their authentic selves. But, you know, it's a time and a place for everything. Um, You have to have some decorum and, you know, professionalism about yourself, depending on your setting. But to honestly be, you know, take it back to when we were younger in grade school, when your teacher would say, you know, what do you want to be? To honestly become that person, that's a beautiful thing. Can you imagine if everybody was what they wanted to be in life? Right. Right. Without letting fear and, you know, subconscious and just other people getting into your head and just being fearless and confident in yourself, man, it'll take, it'll, I mean, sky's the limit. Sky's the limit for sure. And it's like, um, just believe in yourself. Don't share too much of yourself and believe in yourself. And, you know, we would love to hear in some comments, like what you do to self-motivate or what you found to be successful so other community listeners can listen and read and see like, oh, well, maybe I can incorporate this into my day-to-day or it might be something that you've never tried before. So definitely do share your experiences. We look forward to reading them and following back on this topic at a later date. Yes, absolutely. Positively, um, we do have a comment box below. So you make sure you hit us up, chat us, Um, Whether you respond to us on Instagram or on our podcast, just let us know your thoughts. Yes, yes. And please make sure to follow us on Instagram at her, H-E-R-R-L-L-C. Y'all, we say two R's. I know. I said three R's. I said H-E-R-R-R. I said three R's. You said H-E-R-R. L-L-C. Oh my gosh! I always, so sorry, I always count it. I always have to count the R's on my fingers. I, that's what I thought I was doing, but I guess I'm just having <laughs> a slow moment tonight. Okay, so let's rewind this back, everyone. Okay, so please make sure to check us out on Instagram at her with three R's, H E R R R L L C, to get latest, the latest updates, and you know, um, teasers for next episodes. So definitely check us out there. Yes. And you can hear our wonderful podcast on Anchor or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from. So until next time, guys. Oh, and be sure to listen to our podcast every Wednesday, 5 p.m. Eastern time. Yes. Until until next time, please be kind, spread love, just be decent human beings, flash a smile to somebody here and there. Yes, and sending love, light, and blessings. Until next time, ciao. Toodles.